rest every time I get on my phone. There's always some mess. I'm tired. I'm tired. Let's unpack it. Let's unpack it. A coming of age, but in real life. Back talk, but ain't got no mouth of money. Back talk. Mm. It's quiet. Ain't no back talk. Quiet. Ain't no back talk. Wait, woke up the price of coke. Okay, let me stop. <laughs> Ooh, I have fun picking these titles, y'all. Um, welcome back. If you um, to a kind of age, but in real life. If you're new here, hello. If you, if this is, if you want, if you're a regular listener, hello to you. Welcome back, everyone here. We good. Grab your popcorn. Grab your snacks. Stop that homework. Let's get into it. This is oh my goodness, the tenth, tenth. I need confetti. Um, this is the 10th episode of a coming of age, but in real life, we at number 10. Oh my goodness. Wow. Can I do an acceptance speech? I ain't got nothing to accept, but thank you to everyone who has been listening so far, been growing, you know, we, we, the only way is up from now, you know, you know, and to everyone that's listening, thank you, 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 uh, and to the people who continue listening, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, do not turn off and go somewhere else, listen to me, alright, so as the usual, go follow me on my social medias, my TikTok, Twitter, Instagram, yep, and the link tree in the description, and also, if you got the money, go buy my art. It's really good, I promise. I don't do nothing but I don't do nothing but high quality over here. Alright. Um if you don't got the money, go share it. Please and thank yous. Love that. Um and yeah, I'm gonna get into this video. So a little update on school, you know, for my college people, for my non-college people, we all here together. Um I'm about to start my week six of school. So like I'm I'm halfway done with this like first quarter and I'm I'm about to say I think I did the dash I think I did the dash, um, I really do I think I I, I think I'm doing what I'm having having to do I started some of my clubs and you know for the first time I'm really emphasizing art like um got into an art fellowship pew, 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 pew. Dude, I'm in the fashion organization I'm also in the fashion art magazine club and you know. We just we just create we we created during this time we uh, you know, I like that I like that um, my class is doing fine I think I got the hang of it uh, my tech came in you hear me through a MacBook Pro you hear me MacBook Pro uh, exactly um, I got me a little iPad Pro exactly um, I need to figure out how to use notes so notability or good notes. Please let me know. Um, and then you know, just besides that, you know, I think I'm finding like people to like socialize with, and you know, Zoom. Zoom is very versatile. I might have to give it to them. It's it's a little cute. It's a little cute. You know, I don't like it for classes, but anything other than classes, I'm fine with it. Uh, yeah. And you know, just you know, we're just gonna we just, we're just gonna take things as they come. I'm just gonna go with the flow. I know that's right. Y'all should be doing that too. 
No need to put emphasis on things right now because guess what? We are still in a panoramic. I know that's right. No, I know that's wrong. Please, let's stop. Let's wear a mask. Let's do what we've got to do. Um, I voted. I voted for the first one. Ooh, almost cussed. We voted. We voted. Yup. Um, my process was easy. I just went to the library, which was like four minutes away from my house. So that was pretty easy. Um, the line was not long. Um, yeah, everything was pretty good on that part. At least for me, I don't understand how some places they only have one mail-in box. Like, oh, I did it in person, by the way. You can't tell. But yeah, so if you're if you registered, please make sure you go vote. And if there's a hassle where you at, I know it's gonna be hard, and you know not everyone will be able to do that. But please stay in that line, or or make sure you fill out the little ballot right. You know. There's a lot of voter suppression this year. There's a lot. There's a lot. So whew, we gotta be, we gotta be up to, we gotta be up to par. All right. Um, you know who's releasing music? You know who's releasing music? Miss. You love it how move. Wait, that was lucky good. Uh, Miss Goddess of Women herself. Ariana Grande, yup, 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 yup. Uh, she released. Uh, she's gonna release her song "Positions" this Friday, and then the album comes out next next Friday, I think. Um, that's what I love about Ariana. Like, she just makes music. She just makes music because that, like, she just does her job. She just makes music, and I'm like looking at the collaborators, looking at the producers. This is gonna be an R&B masterpiece. I'm. I'm calling it. I'm calling it. She's Ariana Grande is about to make hit story, and the song called Positions. Hmm. Ariana Grande about to get nasty. I know that's right. Love that for her, cause she's always Ariana Grande. Her entire brand is making R&B songs on top of pop beats. That's literally. Literally, that's Ariana Grande. She she makes R&B songs on top of pop beats, and now she's actually she's actually doing some R&B, and I'm happy. And you know, I was seeing some people on social media like, oh, why does whenever Ariana Grande wants to start R&B music, she wants to talk about sex and stuff like that? I was like, oh, hold on. What do y'all think side side to side is about? Exercising. She's exercising something, but it ain't what y'all think it is. <laughs> Sex songs are not new to Ariana Grande. She just puts it on top of Hot Beat so you can ignore it. Please. And they're saying, oh, she has too young of an audience. She is almost in her 30s. Let her be. Let her be. She's like 27, right? Yeah, let her be. She's grown enough. Them kids. Them kids. And to be honest, I don't even think the majority of Ariana Grande fans are like super, super young. Like, come on now. Like, I feel like most of her fans grew grew up with her. Like, like they're growing along with her. So, like, please, let's 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 act grown. Let's act grown here. And if 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 she if she does have her her little younger fans, let them parents handle what they listen to or what they don't listen to. Like, 
let's teach parents how to use like if you're so concerned about what your child is listening to why don't you actually enforce what your child listens to instead of trying to make the artist parent your child just a thought just a thought just a thought just a thought i I knew the last leg of 2020 was going to be eventful um you know birthday month november 9th save the date um yeah get your gifts ready um i need a camera i need a new camera uh you know if we can get a new mic that would be cool um buy my art that would also be cool all of that all of that yeah you know who else is released to do music you know miss caribbean ting herself <laughs> adele <laughs> i thought i was gonna say rihanna no she's still selling makeup she's still doing her avon stuff you know that's fine let her let her do that let her do that adele miss the new caribbean team. <laughs> she's releasing new music like she's doing snl but she's host i was like oh but you know like there's no reason why adele would do snl she's not getting ready to promote something so i feel like here's some things that might happen she might release a single or she might release that she's doing an album because I don't think that she's gonna release an album like immediately. I feel like because I think the James Bond movie is coming out, and I don't think she would want to like release at the same time. So I think she's probably gonna release an album December or January. That's what I think. That's what I think. I'm so excited. Like the music industry could be like silent for like a week, and then the next week everybody and their mama wants to release music and it's crazy but you know I, I always enjoy new music you know listening to music brings me so much joy and yeah I'm, I'm ready for my playlist to get a little flavor you know alright and speaking of music and what we should be talking about with Billie Eilish but no 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 y'all want to body shame an 18 year old there was a picture, like a paparazzi picture of her, like outside looking normal, normal, very normal, but no, y'all are fat phobic. And the, the thing is, even if she did gain weight, what's the problem with that? Y'all associate fatness with unhealthiness and unattractiveness and negative things. That's your problem. That's your problem. She literally looks normal. We in quarantine. You telling me not everybody getting a little weight? Please. And even if that's even if that's the case, that's completely fine. Cause fat does not equal negative connotations. Fat does not equal unhealthy. Please. Are you a doctor? Are you a um? Are you a physician? I didn't think so. So please. Why are y'all worried about a child's body? Like, she's my age. She's my age. There's no, like, and I consider myself like an adult, though. Why are you commenting on a young girl's body? It's almost like, <gasps> y'all sexualize Billie Eilish. Grown. Let me, let me get closer to the mic. Grown men. There are grown men that should be worried about their tax returns and their retirement funds grown men they should be worried about their balding grown 
man worrying about an 18 year old young girl body over here drawing pictures emphasizing different body parts trying to make her look really really big eating mcdonald's all this is. you are a grown man on twitter grow up grow up grow up grow up get a life you are a grown man on twitter commenting feeling like you can comment on an 18 year old girl's body raise your own children and if you're commenting on Billy Charlie, do not have kids do not have children please don't y'all sexualize Billy I, I remember when Billy immediately went from 17 to 18 I see all these tweets about these men sexualizing her so you're telling me a day she turns 18 and is like wow Billy so this this and that no you were thinking about that before she was even legal quote unquote quote quote, quote. just because something is legal doesn't mean it's moral I'll talk about age gaps in another di- another episode but y'all normalize save age guys to another room because there's no reason why you should be sexualizing an 18 year old's body first of all let's get this straight let's stop can we stop can we stop commenting on people's waist in general let's start let's start that let's start let's let's do that let's abolish commenting on people's weight all right if someone gains weight no need to say are you okay you, you look unhealthy like no let's 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 stop associating health with body weight body size let's stop that let's stop that because when chad mcboseman was losing weight people were making fun of him when he was battling cancer y'all don't know people's situation and people don't owe you their situation because some people want to lose weight they just lose weight just to lose weight some people gain weight just to gain weight but there's no it's individual like let's not comment on people let's not if someone loses weight let's not start celebrating before you even know what's going on let's stop that let's stop let's just stop commenting on people's weights if someone i think people if someone wants to be commenting on their weight they'll let you know they'll let you know let's stop commenting on people's weights let's say oh you need to tuck your stomach in you need to do this you need to do that let's stop let's 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 stop and then maybe then we can start normalizing our body types because until you start associating until you stop associating fatness with negative connotations nothing will move forward with body image okay thank you now this is actually like a really serious issue and a really not touchy but you know it's really it's happening right now and you know it's dealing with SARS and SWAT in Nigeria and what is actually happening in Nigeria. So if you don't already know, SARS was for, first formed in 1992 to target violent crimes in the Nigerian capital Lagos. And it was operated anon- anonymously with like 15 members patrolling the streets with like plain clothes and traveling in unmarked buses. So like basically looking like regular civilians. Um, during this past weekend, like Nigerian government confirmed that 
the country's police unit special anti-robbery squad SARS will be disbanded but this this organization this unit is literally synonymous with the country like police brutality and you know the abolition focus has led to a lot of protests in the media and you know um, I've been, you know, you would probably people were probably seeing it. So it's like, why are people protesting? Um, protests has been, protests have been going on. Like, like we're just now consuming the in- information, but it's police brutality. People are getting killed, um, raped. It's like it's so bad because, if, like, they'll literally if you if you look a certain way, if you're wearing certain clothes, if you show some sort of wealth, if your heads are in dread, like, if you if you're looking this way or another. If you're looking hypersexual, if you if you're looking like a, if you're a man looking extra feminine or something like that, you can get stopped and searched. That should be nothing. And if you if you, it's either that they're probably gonna try to get you to um, give them money as some sort of payment to let you go, but if you don't, or they'll arrest you. And if you try to resist or anything, literally you don't even have to reason. They can kill you right then and there, and nothing will happen. This is consistent police harassment and, and abuse over the city. It's such a problem, especially for young people in Nigeria. Like, you, like SARS unit, like their crime fighting tactics are warped with criminal behaviors. And SARS, like Nigeria, they, def- they, they underfund the police to increase the military because, you know, it's a power struggle. So then these police are very corrupt. They're taking bribes for this to kidnap certain people, abuse them, stuff like that. And it's very difficult to identify and report these officers because, you know, the whole system is very corrupt. And, you know, tortures and ill treatment and just like, it, it's a lot. It's really a lot. And... You know, especially the young people, especially um, the LGBT community in Nigeria, like, like literally just openly expressing yourself, whatever marginalized identity you have, you can literally get killed. That's terrible. Absolutely terrible. And we've been seeing this hashtag and SARS on social media and I think it's really important to bring that up in the sense of what we are actually doing and what social media has actually done and we you know we you know have to acknowledge like you know I haven't really been active on social media with this issue like I posted on Twitter a couple times I posted on my Instagram story once and you know I really wanted to focus on my energy on this podcast episode and talking about the different nuances of this issue and I think that Nigeria is very very corrupt and I'm trying to find like different ways and you know I try not to touch like these big corporations that tend to be helping because like ever since the Minnesota um, fund for the Black Lives Matter movement turned out to not be real I was like okay GoFundMe's only like we're only donating to GoFundMe's anymore because I'm like what is going on like there's no way you can like I don't understand how you can like hide as a nonprofit and not put the profit that you're getting to help the people that you're 
that you're marketing towards i don't that's a whole nother discussion but we have to talk about the nigerian youth has had it and you know i'm thinking like i was in nigeria just last year i was in i stayed in Bani, I went to Abuja, and I went to Lagos, and just, you know, being a Nigerian, but not, like, I've been in, like, I've been in America my whole life, like, the first time, like, I actually remember going to, visiting Nigeria, like, I did, like, when I was a child, but, like, the first time, like, I actually, like, remember going is last year, so there, so for me, there's, like, a disconnect, and, like, my Nigerian identity so I think it's important to note that in that privilege that I have being in America and being able to choose which platform that I can talk about this issue not being in the front lines of fighting you know because there's geographical distance like there's a whole there's a whole ocean there's it's a whole continents away you know and you know just seeing like what could I do from here and you know what you know and this brings up a bigger issue of like what like relations with you know black lives matter and who it actually helps and you know i see both sides of issues on the diaspora of how we interact because like nigerians independence day was not like a few weeks ago you know like everyone's like oh yeah 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 yeah, yeah. this is this, this, so proud to be a nigerian but you know now it's not as you know not everyone's talking and you know i even have to you know i'm even um a perpetrator of that in a sense and you know there's there's a disconnect there is a disconnect and there's no it's not a lot of these information or first being spread through social media so if you don't have people on your timeline that's actively talking about it you probably wouldn't know about the issue and like the first time that i really really learned about what was going on was my friend a new if you're watching this shout out to you she did she made an amazing video about this entire situation and explaining the historical incidents i mean the historical contents of this so if you want to do that uh, check out her channel see what it is uh, yeah so um check out her youtube channel uh show like s h o the hyphen l o l a check out her channel she made a great amazing video explaining what is actually going on in the historical contents to that and that's where i actually learned a lot about what is going on and the connections to the diaspora in the sense that we you know you have to keep realize that there's a big time zone whenever nigerians are protesting people in america could be asleep like there's a really big time zone difference and the way information is being distributed is mainly through social media and you know what are these big these big media companies are not really talking about it like that um, just like with a lot of other international issues and there's a way that the way that u.s and like western nations treat international affairs and international issues and you know that should be discussed and i think being a part of the nigerian like you know the nigerian diaspora you know i feel i feel guilty in the sense of the fact that i'm not really connected with issues that are going there or um more like my own identity 
but you know I realized that you know there's no point of trying to compare these issues and that what is going on in Nigeria right now is terrible it should not be happening and that we should be able to pay more attention to what's going on there should be more methods of getting information and having direct help because we can't really trust the government to do anything because they've been saying that SARS has been disbanded for, for, for they say SARS is being disbanded but if you're just going to replace it with something with a new name did you really disband anything like you can't really have reform you can't reform a system like that just like you can't reform the American police you can't just reform the justice system in America you have to there's abolition you have to have abolition because reform will just lead to the same the same issues with a different name or you just trade off issues and when we think of you know the way information is being spread and who's being really active about this issue and you know it, it just so disconnect with the diaspora and you know I see both sides of the issue um with Nigerians um that are in Nigeria saying like oh well you um, people were all up in art like people are people love to claim being Nigerian and stuff like that when it's time to celebrate but when we're when us back home are in trouble and uh, mourning and you know protesting is silent and I understand that, but and I also understand like the diaspora um, reason. Like, okay, there's there's a lot of things going on in the sense that there's a lot of disconnects with the way that we get information, and that sometimes it feels like we can't really do much because we're not there, and you can't really trust the government, and you don't know how to do do anything about it, and you know you feel very individual in the issue, and you know I feel like it's just a balance of how we treat one another and how we attack um, attach certain issues there's no point of saying you know and I feel like arguments like oh well y'all care more about Black Lives Matter than y'all care about NSARS oh why are you comparing two terrible events of black people trauma that is not that that like if anything that's just only enriching diasporic wars you know and I was just thinking about um me some people are um disappointed I'm just say disappointed that's like the nice words to use about like how I'm using my platform and how I wanted to wait to use my podcast and to be able to speak more freely on my podcast about this issue and not posting it heavily on social media and stuff like that but I'm able to talk. I'm like I'm able to say more nuances and give different perspectives about issues like this in a much better way than I could on like an Instagram story or like a Twitter post. And I think we should have, especially people with proximity to the issue, should have freedom and autonomy in how we express and how we resist. Um, the only way of resistance isn't by protesting. The only way of resistance isn't by posting 24 24 seven. Know, we should still be able to you know it's not it's not it shouldn't constantly be us fighting 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 because we have our own mental health you know constantly consuming this trauma it's not it's not it's not the best for everyone and that's not and that's a privilege to be able to say that because some people can't people in Nigeria the youth in Nigeria they have they have to they have to be protesting because other than that it's just going to be the same 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 old 
you know it's a luxury to be able to be in america as much as i like oh f this f that you know it's a luxury being in america right now and you know recognizing that and you know it was, i'm still taking time to recognizing that and seeing like what can i personally do and what are ways that i can do even from, with me not being as connected and still trying to figure out my identities with nigeria you know um, yeah i just really wanted to mention that um, not only about the issue if there's any like gofundmes and stuff like that that aren't like heavy government intuitive um, please let me know so I can share those and yeah and I just want to make sure that you know I'm not silent about this issue and yeah, this is a very real issue and when we say black lives matter that means all black lives all over the diaspora all over spectrums of identities all over different ex intersectionalities of identities and if your definition of black lives matter doesn't incorporate all black lives then you really don't believe in black lives matter that's that that's that's just just the case that's just that's just how it is and yeah i think i'm going to end this episode on here i don't think i explained all the nuances but i feel like um, i feel like i touched on some important things and especially with how i've been attacking this issue and it's individual as much as it is collective because you know it's not necessarily it's not about me it's about the people in nigeria who are struggling who are hurting right now and but it's about me in the sense of how do i best spread this information how do i best hope this information while at the same time protecting my peace and protecting um my mental health and how much i consume black trauma because black trauma is not it's very hard to consume especially you know this summer and you know i'm gonna just end this episode on that so thank you for everyone for listening and i hope everyone is having a great day um, um follow me on my social medias art all that and you know just keep other perspectives in my mind and keep people in mind, keep nigeria in mind and we're we can just find information and hopefully in the future we wouldn't be able to have to do with that deal with this all the time and but with that will have to come a lot a lot a lot of change and that's um yeah, yeah. all right so thank you to everyone listening and i'll see y'all probably next week but don't hold me to it all right bye oh well. this was a coming of age but in real life a podcast by osaglo